Hey, if you're listening, look for suspicion to force your friends to listen to all the music you avoided in high school. I'm Ramsey. That was the fast version. Hey, I'm Heather. Cool. Great. We did it. <laughs> this is the fast version. All right. See you later. It's an abbreviated podcast. Bye. Review us on iTunes. Um, just kidding. We're still here. Pranked you. Uh, Ramsey, how's it going? Uh, good. It's uh, a Monday where we are. And it's Monday when this came out. It is. It's Whoa. Monday. Yeah. It's always Monday. <sighs> it's Monday. I'm in love. <laughs> Because we have a guest, a return guest. Woo! Steve Ciccarelli is back. What's up, y'all? <laughs> uh, he got back. cool. Yeah. He got Woo! real cool all of a sudden. What happened? It was that podcast popularity from his first episode. <laughs> it was that burrito. Yeah. Fit true. As um, welcome back, Steve. Thanks for having me back, guys. I'm very excited for this episode. I'm excited to destroy you all with my nerdery. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm okay with nerdery. But like, if somebody comes on the show and says, "I'm ready to destroy you," I I was I have been honestly worried that Heather might not want to talk to me again after this episode. Okay, but we'll see. Interesting. Interesting. This album That's is called <laughs> "Heather Sucks" by Steve. <laughs> <laughs> it's a burn album. It's a recent recording. <laughs> it's just it, it's just a full album of diss tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't even have a funny follow up for that. I, I was trying. But, like, if we start a Patreon. The, oh, that's that thing we're we gonna make this. a yeah. full album we of can, diss we, tracks. We yeah. Um, no, I don't know what. Okay, well, okay, you think I'm gonna hate you because you're a big nerd about this album, but I like this album. I know, but I'm so punishing with my information about this record <laughs> that like okay. it could actually hurt our friendship. Okay, well, okay. Heather is on the record as hating nerds. Oh, so. I know that nerd is true. Hater. Yeah. Anyway, I threatened to give Ramsey a swirly at least once. You've threatened <laughs> to punch me in the face on this show several times. That is also true. You're both going to want to give me a swirly after this. Okay. So we'll see. All right. All right. I've never given a swirly. There's a first time for everything, man. Yeah. That's true. Um, Let's just rip the band aid off. This record yeah. is. I will hold up the CD that I have brought with me. <laughs> Wait, show me that album art in person. Sing the Sorrow by AFI. I a Fire Inside. Heard of AFI. Okay. okay. This is the UK version? This is the UK version. I also brought... That's the version I was listening to in my car on the way here with two bonus tracks. The other thing I brought is a very special limited edition booklet, which I will pass to Heather first. The, Holy moly. This was made... I think they made about 5,000 copies of this Jeez. book. Um, it comes with a DVD with a short okay. film the band made, which is absurdly dumb. Uh, okay, um, that sounds right. There's a lot of cool photography and like art in this book. There's also some weird guitar tabs. This page that Heather had opened to is a listing of every song that they recorded during the session, some of which didn't come out for Ooh. six years later. Hmm. So for years, you know, nerds like me were trying to decipher what the hell they were, they were talking right, about with right, some right. titles like Carcinogen Crush, which isn't on Sing the Sorrow. And eventually they all came out. So it's like, wow, the circle is complete. Some cellophane pages huh. in here. Yeah. I, I, I think that might this be is like, actually very cool. Yeah. And this is, I think this might be worth a little money because I only found out recently they never repressed the LP, which uh. came out. This is this AFI record came out on DreamWorks. Their first five albums came out on Nitro, which is the record. This is their sixth album? Yes. Holy ma- shit. Their major label debut because they started when they were 16 years old. Holy um, Lord. And this came out in 2003, so it turned 15 two weeks ago and one day ago. Okay. I'm a nerd. Um, uh, I know this is weird. Ha- ha- I haven't heard this album, but can I have this book? <laughs> no. Okay. But you can look at it very nicely. Um, yeah, so this is their uh, major label debut. Um, this is their big coming out party, basically. This is the first and last AFI album I know. Really? Yeah. I don't know how or why that is the case, but yeah, it is true. That's kind of surprising, considering they like put out some records that are also notable after this. I don't know why. You don't. You, you never have you heard the song "Miss Murder"? 
Oh yeah, no, I think I have heard that one. Okay, that was after this. Okay, but I don't think I know that album. I think I may just know that song. That album, not great. Okay. Noted AFI nerd over here, not great. Okay. I will say having a a book of information about a band before I look at it is very daunting. Uh, (laughs) But there's not much information in the book. Uh, There's there's a lot to look at. Yes, there's Uh, a lot to look at. Yeah. Which which was a thing for for them for a while. Um. Yeah, I don't. And honestly, for me, I don't even know why or how i got into this album i remember so it was 2003 so i was solidly in college and i don't know i have very specific memories solidly 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 you thought about leaving i was still in high school it just was in my first year i was like very in college that makes sense um i remember listening to this all the time driving back and forth to binghamton where i went to school before i transferred shout out Beham hardcore which is up there last week (laughs) (laughs) oh yikes um but yeah i would I don't know. I just have like very specific memories of listening to this album a lot driving to college. Uh, I just held two versions of this album. What's the album called? Sing the Sorrow. Sing Sorrow. So the Sing the Sorrow. sorrow. Oh, yeah. Um, Got the, it. The, the opening track on this record, before we start listening to it, is called Miziera Cantare, the beginning, which loosely translates to Sing the Sorrow. Got it. Oh. Little heavy-handed bullshit there. Um, I'm okay but, with that for some reason. It's, 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 it's a cool song. Um my connection with this record is I had become a pretty big AFI fan on the previous album called Art of Drowning. And so while this record was in the works and, you know, cooking, I was, you know, following their message yeah, board totally. daily. I was watching all these videos. They put out singles beforehand. So this was like my, this was like the peak of my, you know, holy shit, punk music is a thing that I love more than anything and right. I'm going to participate as much as I can. That makes sense. So that's this for me. So that's why I know more about this than pretty much anything else sure. in the world. I mean, that totally makes sense. The name AFI, I think, I remember just hearing from like commercials because I hear it in the voice of like featuring the music of AFI, like soundtrack commercials. It makes sense. Um, they were on a Madden game soundtrack ah. for this record. Um, they were also on the soundtrack for, I think, an, a Twilight movie, or that might have been one of their side projects. Uh, I forget. What does Boy. AFI stand for? A Fire Inside. But when they were younger, before they settled on that, it also stood for Asking For It, uh, huh. an- Anthems for Insubordinates. So um, they're just non-committal is what yeah, you're telling us. For the first like, 10, 15 years of the band, it was just AFI, whatever it stood for. Like GBH, you know? Like it's old punk shit. Yes. What's GBH? An old punk shit band. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. STP. I think we talked about them on the Choking Victim. <laughs> Uh, episode that, okay. that makes sense yeah. yeah um should we just do this let's dig uh, in i saw the album art yeah i guess so okay the song is a uh, sorrow <laughs> oh and here's the thing i haven't listened to this album in probably 10 years i am so fucking excited to hear what you think of it now i listen to it too much still <laughs> okay so they're walking up to their microphones they started a great distance away yeah not yet no this is this is before they even hit the stage at this point oh they're carrying a boombox from way back. Stage. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a guy with a ghetto blaster P- pushing the orchestra. He's forward. kneeling down. No, this is honestly okay. So if I'm gonna if I'm gonna set the scene, let's say um, Roseland Ballroom, May 2003. Mm-hmm. I had just met Marilyn Manson at Roy Rogers across the street for some reason. It's incredible. He was on David Letterman that night, and I was getting cheese fries. Um, <laughs> so, we, how much makeup is he still in? The face is white. He was in like just a black jumpsuit or something I don't know he's like he's one, he's, he looks like he's going to the gym um, but after Snapcase and the explosion had both played and I was in heaven um, they weren't even out on the stage yet this was just playing through the speakers and yeah. all of the all of the young kids were 
pushing their way to the front. The mosh had started. Everyone's trying to get their way to the front to eventually see People the singer of this band. To this? Kind of. Huh. It's more the shove push. Okay. Um, all trying to get close to the center of the stage for their hero, Mr. D- Davey Havoc, who is the singer of this band. That's his name. Is that his real name? No, but... Obviously. Davey Havoc. <laughs> Just check. Yeah. Dude Davey? brings Havoc. This is when they come out. Live drum start. Adam starts playing. That makes sense. Yeah. Then Davey comes out. Now... So, Fuck, I really forgot this whole album. This is great. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. You have no fucking idea. Okay. His name is Davey Havoc. Uh-huh. David Havoc. <laughs> and I guess I was I was not expecting that voice. Sure. I was definitely expecting like a... Right. He, he, Much higher than yeah. you expected. Little chipmunky. Little, little Broadway. Yeah. There's a lot of Broadway on this. Little Broadway. That's his new nickname. Little Broadway. <laughs> Davey Havoc. Davey Lil Broadway Havoc. Yep. I don't know how I never thought of that before. <laughs> Ooh, gang vocals. There's AFI, known gang vocal band. Except is it actual gang vocals or just his vocals? It, it was so live, it's the whole band. Okay, that which makes sense. Yeah, when they record, it's the whole band plus like... Seven uh, of Davey I will, well, I will. I will read you the credits for the backing vocals on this record because they're kind of interesting. Um, when I find the right page in this gigantic book yeah in my tone this next song is the song that was in the Madden game mm, the leaving song part 2 AFI a few instruments <laughs> that's a good one Background vocals, Davey Jade, Hunter, and Adam. Additional background vocals, Nick 13, singer of Tiger Army. Jeff Kresge, uh, bassist of Tiger Army, who was an AFI. Um, Jerry Finn, who produced the record. Butch Vig, who, and Joe McGrath, who also worked on the record. Um, Wait, Butch Vig? Butch Vig, yeah, okay. from Garbage. Um, I, thought, I thought the guys from Rancid sang on this, but they, uh. they don't sing on this one. This is really cinematic. Yes. They're, they are very cured to listen that way. This riff is one of my favorite guitar things of all time. I will say, a, a very, very dorky point of, of, of uh, my existence is I can play this album from front to back on the guitar, and I think both other instruments on the record, <laughs> I haven't tried wow. playing drums in a while. But I was at band practice the other night and started playing a part from this record, and my, my, my bandmates were like, just stop. It's the only thing you know how to play, say AFI songs. I'm like, I know, but I'm good at it. All right, here's what we do. We get a loop pedal with the, uh, the biggest memory card I've in tried. history. <laughs> yeah, I think at the point when this came out, I don't think I would have like been able to identify that it was a cinematic album, but now looking back, Jesus, yeah. Yes. Which also, though, is honestly kind of weird that I liked it. Because I don't really like you don't. stuff like yeah. that. Like, I actively don't like my you, you don't like bombast. No, I don't. It's not a thing I really like. Yeah. Yeah, this this is big. But yeah. I, will, I will say, as of today, Heather and I found out that her current favorite band in the world, Anti-Flag. Oh, god damn it, I love Anti-Flag. 
Anti-Flag and AFI are touring together this summer. I'm going. With Rise Against as the headlining act. Oh. And they're I will playing... leave early, but yeah. I'm going. Oh, I'm, I'm <laughs> definitely going and definitely leaving early. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna go to at least two shows on that tour. Because yeah. I, I will also say this is. I think this is the only time since this album came out 15 years ago that AFI has done a third leg that hits the New York, New Jersey area. Oh, okay. Hmm. But then again, I know way too much about this. Are they band. West Coast? I was just gonna yeah. ask that. They okay. Are from, they are from Berkeley, California. Okay. Heard of it? Yeah. Just um, like the Counting Crows. Yes. <laughs> hey, they sound very similar. It, yeah. It was a long December. Yeah. Um, AFI stands for. Honestly, a long December. Could be an AFI song title. Holy shit. <laughs> the record after this was called December Underground, so that makes oh. a long yeah. December Underground. That's a mashup I would be really into. Wait, ready, yell. There you oh, go. with nice yell there. All, all kinds of vocal yeah. processing. Uh, AFI stands for Anti Flag Instrumentalists. Yes. A bunch of fucking idiots. <laughs> That's an ABFI. <laughs> my cover band. A bunch of. One word. <laughs> I apologize. Apostrophe, yeah. Yeah. You, uh, Another harmonic. You, you were just doing air guitar. Yep. But you were holding the neck so close to your mouth that I initially thought there was a flute part <laughs> that I couldn't hear. It's, it's, it's the Jethro Toll yeah, version of this record. Yep. <laughs> uh, this song is called Bleed Black. Uh, Again, that's very heavy-handed. On the second page of the liner notes, mm-hmm. I saw written in cursive. <laughs> <laughs> so this I'm gonna out-nerd you, <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Ramsey, nerd off. <laughs> Ramsey, this is definitely the most goth band we've listened to this so is, far, and this is my introduction to the world of goth, <laughs> like of which I have a rabbit hole I've dove very deep down over the years. Like we've made Ramsey listen to Alkaline Trio, yes, not, not very goth, goth but adjacent, like, goth adjacent. Goth wannabes, if anything. Yeah. So this is still kind of poppy. Yeah. So like goth uh, is a there's a, genre. a lot of eyeliner in this band, right? Okay. It, it's a genre that I'm very unfamiliar with. Okay. So so far, because of my limited palette, yep. The closest I can say that I've heard to this, I'm getting vague memories of Muse playing on Conan. Okay. Okay. And, and Evanescence. <laughs> Weird, but there there has been a lot of crossover between AFI and Muse over the years in terms of like fan bases. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm a genius. Yeah. Okay. Nailed it. Yeah. Totally. Uh, I, I would submit you for MacArthur Grant right now. <laughs> Somebody had to say it, and I appreciate it. <laughs> Ooh, I like those harmonies there. Yeah. My favorite part of this whole record as of two weeks ago was this pause coming up and then kicking back into the song right now yeah that's That's good good. that's good I like that yep I will say the bridge coming up is very very reminiscent of Paranoid Android okay I didn't realize until years later when I was finally able to admit it to myself sure 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 you gotta be careful because Tom York might sue you or might sue AFI true makes sense might Lana Del Rey him For having not listened to this in 10 years, this is really ingrained in my brain. Right? Like, none of this sounds like I remember you, all they're, of this. They're all earworms. Yeah. Like, the riffs, you know? It's a very riff-heavy record. Again, like, a thing between Thursday and AFI was they were both guitar bands, but in different ways. Thursday was, like, the weirder version of guitar band. Sure. AFI was the more, like, 
metal rock and roll version of the guitar yeah. band. And I was like, I like guitars and <laughs> songs about girls. So here we go, both of <laughs> you guys. Yeah, the, you already made the Broadway comparison, but like, there's almost like movements to these things. Yeah, yeah. he they write very much in in movements and cinematic spaces. Almost are all of the albums kind of like pieces in this same way. What do you mean? Like, it kind of feels like everything fits together as a whole. Okay, so the records before this, not as much. Okay, the records that came after this, yes, but that makes sense. But a lot of times. They missed the mark. Um, <laughs> their last two albums, I feel like, have been their best since this record. Um, the one that came out in 2013 was called Burials, which I, I still really, really like. That is probably their most complete since this. Okay. Um, but this is definitely a very much, like, cohesive, complete, envisioned piece of work in some way, shape, or form. Is this the the big AFI yeah. album? This, this, is the one, this was the one that got them into the mainstream. Um... This is the one that made the world aware of them. Mm-hmm. And then December Underground slash the song Miss Murder is the one that got everybody really excited. I see. And then after that, it all tapered off. Sure. But they still play relatively big places. And they're, they have a very weird fan base because it crosses generations. It crosses kids like me who are... I, I just turned 30. So this album has literally been with me half yeah. of my life. Right. Um, people like me who were into them before this people who got into them around this time, people who got into them after this, but every one of those like eras of fans still has a segment who still go see them. So when you go see them, it's, it's really kind of weirdly comprehensive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is also, like their... this is a band who breeds very fanatic fans. Yes. You're like, not what? a lot of casual AFI fans. I see. It's people like me. Yeah. <laughs> Was then... that still all bleed black? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, this is the fourth track, Silver and Cold. Which was the third single, slash the third video, slash the first kind of reference to uh, The Year Without a Santa Claus, I think. Isn't that called song called Silver and Cold? Uh, there's uh, Silver and Gold okay. in Rudolph the okay. Red-Nosed Reindeer. That's what it is. Okay. Mixing my Christmas specials up. That piano was really reminding me of something, and I can't pull what it was. Spookiness? Side note, I can also play that piano part. <laughs> One of three piano parts I can play. <laughs> I hate to do this. Can we play that again? I feel yeah. like I'm like seconds away from real- figuring out what that reminded me of. I don't hate the rain noises. Usually yeah, I'm anti. Like uh... Yeah, you're anti sound effects. It's also just soothing. Oh, it's. Remind- because the night. Yep, I got belongs there at the exact same time as you. Yeah. <laughs> favorite, favorite song written by Bruce Springsteen right there. Okay. Yeah, yes. Jersey. Hell yeah. The version of it on The Promise is really good. Um, yeah. Which is the only version he ever recorded, actually. Huh. huh. Did you see Bruce Springsteen on Broadway? No. I. It was like $1,000. Yeah. So I was like, no. Nope. <laughs> You're like, no, thank you. I'll just, I'll, just go, I'll just go see Bruce Springsteen at the record store I still go to. Because he's... One time... Okay, hold on. This part is cool. It is cool. There was a time a couple years ago, industrial, where yeah. I ran into both Bruce Springsteen and Ari Katz, the singer of punk band Lifetime, <laughs> in the same day at the same record store. Huh? And how long were you there? I was there for like 25 minutes. They were both there <laughs> at the same time. It was really weird. Um, did you introduce them? And you know, was like, hey, you guys should talk. You, you guys might not know each other. Collabo? <laughs> wow. Yeah, and only if Brian Fallon were there. Ugh. It would have been the most New Jersey thing that had ever happened. Yeah. In a Brooklyn record store, I saw Wes Anderson. 
That is the most Brooklyn thing I've ever heard. Yep. Yeah. A friend of mine, um, my friend Tom, who plays in a project called Planning for Burial, just to shout that out, um, he ran into Thurston Moore from Sonic Youth at Princeton Record Exchange once mm. and says they both just had a knowing look at each other, nod, exchange, and that was it. Nice. I was like, that's very pleasant. Yeah. yeah. Like the time I saw Connor Roberts after the hurricane? In his hat. In his dumb hat. I can imagine it was a dumb hat. Was a very after dumb. Sandy? Yeah. Yeah. That was the era where he was wearing a lot of dumb hats. Yeah. It was pretty dumb. <laughs> he was walking down the street carrying a pizza. We made eye contact. And I was like, huh. Did you kay. go outside after him to confirm? No. Uh, I was... I, to me, when this happened, I was with Ramsey. Yes. But we were at a bar, and I had gone across the street to the bodega to get cash out to pay for my oh, drinks. Right. And I was coming back to the bar, That's and I ran into him. Pizza, not dumb. Dumb hats, very dumb. dumb. Yeah. It was so big. It was like floppy, you yeah. know, West Coast mom no hats. Good. No yeah. good. No good. It, was, it was before Pharrell made big hats cool. Yeah. And it was... <laughs> yeah. Real timely reference on if you're listening. <laughs> I mean, we do backlog these, so we recorded this in 2015. Yeah, I mean, we are a happy bunch. Did you guys? <laughs> oh, boy. Sorry. We were trying to make a 2015 reference. Was did you guys see that left shark last night? Uh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this part is sad and good. Just like this record. <laughs> Go in life's grove? What? Cold in life's throes. Oh. T-H-R-O-E-S. Not throws as in baseball. Sure. Thank God we hate sports references on this show. <laughs> yeah. American football. <laughs> I haven't even done that. <laughs> Modern <laughs> baseball. Have not done that yellow album yet oh, either. Oh, wow. I told you we hate sports references. Yes. Huey Lewis's sports. Ugh, I love that album. What about four? <laughs> Uh, I don't know that one. Another Huey Lewis record, but you know, like oh. four, like golf. He kept going. Yeah, like four. Got it. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm also a wealth of Huey Lewis knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a weird life. <laughs> so, in the musical version of this, uh, a giant pirate ship has rolled out from yep. the side. And, and, and like the, the, the scene is Johnny Depp putting his eyeliner on yes that's the connection I was missing guys this is only sort of related uh, today at work I was scrolling through Facebook okay and um, hashtag delete Facebook yeah, hashtag delete Facebook my friend Taryn was sitting next to me and she was like excuse me what is that video and then the two of us watched an entire video from Vice about a woman who was married to a 300 year old go- pirate ghost uh, oh, hit me um, she is a medium and she married a 300 year old pirate ghost but the reason that I thought about this is they were showing pictures from her wedding uh-huh. and it was at her wedding there was no one standing there obviously okay. but she had a stand in holding up a picture of Johnny Depp from Pirates oh, of the no. Caribbean that's awesome it was incredible good for her is it like is the marriage working yeah seems great so she's a happy medium <laughs> hey, I was trying to think of a joke about her, like her, him pleasing that booty, but uh, no, she went very in depth about um, in depth having. She went very in depth about having. Uh, what is it called? They're calling it like spiritual intercourse or something. Ooh. She said it works better in certain positions, Good. like missionary is the best one. Wow, it's complicated. <laughs> 
because uh, we're going to put the, the link to this video in the show notes. And what a, per- we? what a yeah, perfect I'm time send to send it to all of you. It was, I mean, it was just, it's just like some dumbass Vice video. All right. All right. Well, a perfect time to stop talking about ghost sex yeah. for the guitar solo. Perfect. Yeah. This song, by the way, called Dancing Through Sunday. Um, this is the most guitar heroic part of the album, um, <laughs> which as a you know young wannabe guitar hero uh, was pretty cool. This is this the pirates have gotten off their ship and are overtaking the new land. Yeah. Now they're like, surrender! Yeah. And, then, yep. and then this. Oh, it just went to expert mode on Guitar Hero. Yep. Yeah. That's like the five devil skulls. Dragon Force <laughs> shit, yeah. That's the yeah. sound of me playing it. <laughs> I used to be able to play that whole thing, but like... I haven't tried to like be like that sounds tough. Yeah, yeah but I was also like 16, had nothing else to do. Sure. So, <laughs> yep. I know a lot of Ben Folds piano solos for that. <laughs> I think once I started thinking of this as a rock opera, you're in. I started getting into it. Okay. Weird side note. Um. Before I get to the weird side note, this next song is a jam. Girls Not Gray, the because first single. The yes. <laughs> kind of. Wow. Holy <laughs> shit. A lot, of, a lot of minor stuff on yeah. this. Yeah. Um, the side note was that there is a theory about this album that it starts at a different point than the actual track list does. Because, spoiler alert, there's another song towards the end called Leaving Song. The yep. Leaving Song. Yes. But the second track on the album was The Leaving Song Part 2. Oh, I see. So there's this whole theory uh, that the that album really to, uh, starts at, I think, Silver and Cold. No, the, at the album really starts at Bleed Black. And then you listen to it in that order. Oh, and but, it tells a story of some sort. Yeah, but I never understood or gave that much of a shit because it's pretty dumb. It's like, it, I don't know you. if you guys are familiar with R.E.M., but they would do different things with their track, so- track titles and that sort of thing. <laughs> Cut off Ramsey's mic. <laughs> I don't know, actually know how to do that. It's a weird sound effect. <laughs> yeah. <for our> mic. <laughs> on, our, on our next episode of I Love Pods. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. These, this was the first single, right? Yeah. I yeah. very much remember. Interesting. Um, I very much remember sitting in my bedroom on the floor with my two fingers on the play and the record buttons of my cassette machine on my stereo because I had found out they were playing the song for the first time on 92.3 K-Rock <laughs> and I think it was like in the 9 o'clock hour during yeah. the 9 at 9. So you were just ready. And I was sitting there just like, come on! Ah! And oh, wow. yeah, it was really great. I'm surprised this is the first single. I'm, I'm not digging this one as much. Yeah. It's, but I think it's... It's just so bombastic, right? Yeah. It, like, this chorus just sounds like, ah! That's true. It's it's the poppiest of all of them we've right. listened to. Yeah. The least interesting, maybe, but the poppiest, yeah. This but then is, again, those two are usually the same. Yeah. The younger, like, first mate pirate... Uh, is like the Orlando Bloom. Yep, he's having a night on the town. Yeah, he's carousing and realizing maybe he doesn't want to be a pirate. Yeah, and maybe he and wants this, to be a nice this guy. part is that realization. Yeah, the damn, contem- the contemplative part. <laughs> maybe I'm done with the plundering. Who knows? Yeah. Can we get this to AFI and see if they're interested in our pirate musical? Oddly enough, <laughs> their 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 drummer back in the day, known pirate fiend, fan what? What? something. <laughs> people, people, people used to bring him pirate stuff. Ah! Like it was a thing. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it really bled into the music if I <laughs> yeah got on that level. A lot of uh, a lot of mateys. <laughs> it's a pirate thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's one really good part coming up very soon where Davey hits the extra high note. Oh. It's. Yeah. Oh wow. 
There you go. What is everybody saying? Uh, what follows? Oh, I was hearing it follows. <laughs> it's, wh- it's what follows. <laughs> you think of that? What follows? A lot of things about this band. Is, uh, one of the things about this band is that a lot of the lyrics are kind of way too li- way too literary for their own good. So he'll he'll repeat lines in weird places. Mm. So like the act- this part, this song actually, we have to. This is this one I have to pause for. Death of seasons. There's a, there's a, like in, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I made it more dramatic than it really was. No, no, no. You it, turned you, your you, head you, to you, me. You didn't. Just wait. <laughs> Mind you, when I was listening to this record, I was in the drama club at high school. Sure. <laughs> Very much so. I, the way you turned to me to say that it was like get a load of this guy. <laughs> Death of season. That's what I feel like Heather's thinking about me right now. <laughs> death of season. Get a load of this guy. No, that's what I'd be thinking if you were like this about a My Chemical Romance album. Thank you, because I know the difference. <laughs> uh, Some yeah. people don't. This is my least favorite song so far. Whoa, but I like that little... The end is cool. There, right after this chorus comes a really weird, like, electronic... They electronic body music breakdown i like this chorus it was the verse that wasn't doing it for me yeah i do i do like the chorus on this song this part coming up i fucking love i just hope falls okay that's what my birthday is (laughs) ramsey is upset no (laughs) what (laughs) i love this shit Ramsey looks so confused. Like, mind you, six years after this album came out, the, the they singer and they guitar the guitars off. <laughs> the singer and guitar player of this band have a side project called Black Audio that is all just that dancey shit that for makes three albums. Sense. Yeah, yeah, keep it on that. They, and they did after this for the most part. Uh, <laughs> Other than that one weird, that one br- that one sound weird, that one transit. Like the only good thing that to come out of that is that that's when the robot pirates arrived in our musical. Oh yeah, that they infiltrated yeah. and they've stolen Orlando Bloom. Yeah, from the bar. Yep. This plot line really is holding up. Mind you, I think all members of this band noted Straight Edge at the time. Huh. Yeah. Two, two, two or three still might be. I forget. But anyway, that w- that was like a thing that was in their culture as well. So they would not have been at bars. Well, my friend. his pirate version. Yeah, okay, you're right. You're right. We'll, we'll talk about it workshop, but I think <laughs> I think they'll be okay with it. We'll take some artistic license. Yeah. Isn't David Havoc vegan also? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's been voted like world's sexiest vegan once or twice. Yeah. He is. Uh, Ramsey. We should note this. He's a hot guy. Yeah. Like he, a real hot guy. He recently also okay. Other things to note about Davy Havoc. He was in Broadway on. Um, he was on Broadway in American Idiot uh, briefly. Oh. Um, he also recently blacked out all of his Nightmare Before Christmas tattoos that were on his arms. Oh, huh. did yeah. he have a falling out with Tim Burton? <laughs> I think he might have just been like, "I'm not 13." Ramsey is Google image searching. I would like to point out Davy Havoc is a hot guy now. I did not think he was a hot guy in 2003. He, it was way too weird and goth. He looks like a hot girl in 2003. Yeah. Uh, all the, okay, right there, Ramsey, all the way on the left. That is this era. <laughs> Wait, which, which photo is this? I got to see. Uh, there's a big old... I can't really oh, put my screen. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, very funny. Yep. Yeah, but, that, like, now hot ice, guy. I goop. Yeah, he... Like, look at that picture next to it. Yeah. Woo! That I, one. I'm going to pull up a funny photo of... Davey Havoc and I from this era. That is this era. 
Yes. Oh no. Yes. Uh, this is like the transition phase. Like, yeah. I'm still been, got like the starting to be a hot guy. Haircut. That must. I don't know about that mustache. I don't love that mustache. It's kind of, like if Tony, the mustache is weird. If Tony Stark shaved it a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I, I'm gonna go like seven. He cleans up nice. Yeah. This next song, quite pretty. Can you Google Davy Havoc Pita? Do you know what picture I'm talking about, Steve? I definitely do the recent one. Uh huh. Uh, (laughs) I had a feeling it was gonna be for our fans. You can just Google that. Yeah. David Cross did one of these too. Uh, Where is this? Yikes. The word naked for our listeners who yeah. don't want to Google. Yeah. NSF. Well, no, I mean, it's that's covered. If your boss walked by and saw this on your screen. Yeah. But if you're at good. home. Yeah, if you're at home. No, the cops aren't coming. Well, yeah. But if you're at home, it's safe for work. It's not sure. safe for work. <laughs> sure. Um, this okay. Is, this song's called The Great Disappointment. A photo of me and Davey Havoc. Please from, show us from. This. Photo. From a month before this album came out, okay. when they played Irving Plaza, which was the first time I had ever seen them, February okay. 2003. Oh. So every, I love everything about this. I am not only wearing an AFI t-shirt, I am wearing an AFI hoodie. <laughs> really double down. Yep. And they were really committing to a fire inside at that point. Yeah, very much so. As, as the name. You guys look like real bros. I've, I've talked to him a couple times over the years. I interviewed love him it. once for an old job I used to have when I was doing a lot of music writing. And um, he was like, you know your shit. And I was like, yeah. I kind of do. Sorry. What is <laughs> weird, hasn't Sorry. it? No, that's yeah. to get that from the guy. That but it, but it also felt a little weird. I was like, is he kind of like weirded out by me right now? Because I might be if I was him. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. This is also a favorite song of mine. Very, very pretty. Um, to that point, though, there's no way you're the weirdest AFI fan. Oh, no fucking way. <laughs> I, I know weirder personally. Yeah. Like, I didn't leave that. I didn't get his his name written on my arm in Sharpie. Leave. Get, it, get tattooed, it tattooed on and, your body. And then come back to the show to show him afterwards. Right. Which is what people tend to do. Oy. Yeah. Uh, there are plenty of events that I can go to and feel really not cool. Sure. But any uh, weird owl function I've been to, <laughs> I have felt like the coolest dude in the room. Sure. It makes sense. We have a running list of um, places that I could very easily lose. Ramsey and friend of the show, Adam Maid. Uh, Weird Al is definitely one of them. Yep. Uh, they Might Be Giants concert. I actually think that's what started it, is I was accidentally walking past the They Might Be Giants concert. I was like, "Is this a, what the fuck are Ramsey and Adam doing in line there, 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 <laughs> there, 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 and there? Yeah. Um, uh, and then shortly after that, we went to an independent comic Comic book, <laughs> yep. And what? I was like, I already lost you. We haven't even walked in, the, in uh, Brooklyn. Greenpoint. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I don't even know where the fuck I went to that. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Why was I there? It was cool. It was cool, actually. Down for the yeah. hang. Yeah, yeah, basically. Heather Hines, down for the hang. Pretty consistently. I would say so. <laughs> uh, Heather. Yeah. AFI. All for independent comics. <laughs> AFIC. <laughs> Um, so you said there were three singles off this. Is Cellulite Dream the other one? No. It oh, should have been. Okay. That, okay, so odd, odd point. That was the second song released from the record? Yeah. Never a single. Huh. Wait, I, I don't even understand what that means. So I don't know. Okay, who- so 2003 was the okay. era of like, the be- okay, you know, 
every site does premieres of tracks and stuff. Yeah. This was the very beginning of that. Um, so Girls Not Grey was on the radio, and then Cellular Dream was on, I think, rocksound.co.uk. Okay. I very much remember bringing my whole first period high school music theory class into the office to make them all listen to it, and they all filtered out one by one, except like my two friends. <laughs> it was a pretty fun time. So wait, what was the second single? Um, the first single was Girls Not Grey. The second single was Leaving Song Part 2, which was oh, okay. the second yep, song on yep, the album. Yep. Yeah. And then Silver and Cold. Okay. A uh, weird note about this Leaving Song Part 2 video. Um, the video for that is notably them putting on tuxedos and then playing to a bunch of kids moshing. AFI was not played on the speakers while those kids were moshing. They huh. were listening to Hatebreed. That's funny. Yeah. Is that like a more intense Yeah. Band? Yeah, Hatebreed's like a very I, moshy. Like, yeah. I will be heard. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty funny. Huh. These kids just aren't moshing enough. Yeah. Kind of need to get them something harder. Yeah. When you say kids, you mean like to- like elementary school kids? Toddlers. They were toddlers, yeah. Huh. <laughs> they were they were Xing up. It was it was pretty hardcore. I think that's a great video concept. You're making fun of me, but No, no. you're actually right. Oh. It is a there, great was, there, there, there was one he was he looked like he was kickboxing. He was all had to have been like six maybe. Oh I, I apologize. And, I, uh, I got the vibe of like you were just yes anything, baby. I, I am. <laughs> I don't understand I don't know. It's okay. I can't tell though. It's not children, but I do actually agree that'd be a great video. Yeah. <laughs> I think they did make one of those lullaby records for AFI, so, oh, so oh, that's yeah. what the kids watching video would be. I feel like that would translate. Yeah. There are so there many songs. of those at this point. Oh, God. There's a Joy Division one. Oh, there's so many. I was with my friend and his child like a year or so ago, and um, we, I made him listen to the Joy Division lullaby record on Spotify, <laughs> and she was so sad about it in the backseat, and I was like, that makes sense. Let's turn this off. You're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're depressing it, yeah. the baby. <laughs> it's like sad stuff, but like not even the good version. Yeah. Uh, this is Paper Airplanes. Parentheses Makeshift Wings. I will say, in the book, I did see that there were instructions on how to fold a paper airplane. <laughs> to make those makeshift wings. I can get behind that. Uh, this is a song that they never played live up until 2017. Huh. Huh. I like this song. I love this song. Is it I like hard to song. do? Like, is there it's a weird tuning. Tape loops? It, no. It's, it, it's strange, because there's no tape loops or anything. It's just a... There's a really weird lead line, um, but also it's tuned differently. Mm. Every song on this record is tuned E flat. This song is E flat a half step down, so it's C sharp. It's drop C sharp basically, so drop D. Everything else is half step down. Um, and he never took guitar like that on tour, I guess, uh, until recently. Huh. And I saw them play this a couple months ago, and it was one of the crowning moments of my AFI fandom. Yeah, cool. I, re- I I like this song a lot. So good. (laughs) This and the Uh, song after, which Heather just mentioned, Celluloid Dream, are like a one-two punch of just why this record is so good. I don't know what you sang, so in my mind, what my brain did to make sense of that was you said, We gotta get that (laughs) Blu-ray! Which is too many syllables. But also a good throwback to an off-mic conversation about the Les Joe. Uh, yep. <laughs> because we got to get the Blu-ray. It comes out tomorrow. And the digital's <laughs> been out for two weeks. It's not fair. Ugh. They already have the commentary track, and I don't. And, and Amazon isn't selling it. How can Amazon not sell the Star Wars Blu-ray? Oh, we're talking about Star Wars. Are they out yeah, of pre-order? Sorry. Is that what happened? I, Did they pre-order I, and they're out? A bridge too far. Also, we super dated this episode. <laughs> yeah. For all our Star Wars fans. <laughs> I love that riff. Um, I will say... This is feeling like I like it on the whole, um, but as of like now, it, it's getting a little samey. Okay. Okay. We're, this we're about to start the last quarter of the record. Um, this is the ninth track, and then there's 10, 11, 12. 
I will say, spoiler alert, 12 is very long because there is a secret track at the end of it. Oh. oh. There's also a poem in the middle. No. Spotify breaks it out as a 13th track. Really? With a name. Well, it is named. Okay. 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 The, the song, which, oddly enough, this song on the actual track listing, they didn't play for 14 years. The secret track, they played that whole tour. They've been playing it huh. consistently since then. Um, AFI is a very weird band. Secrets out. There yeah, you go. Spotify just lists it as a 10-minute 13th track. Yeah. Um, that's the thing about AFI. This was the last time they had a secret track at the end of the record. Um, the previous two albums like, also did. But I also feel like if this was the time period, you, got, you had to stop with secret tracks. Yeah, because is, it was digital at this point. It was, yeah. This is the... Okay, like, so, I did own the CD. Yeah. But, like, this had to be in the last group of CDs I bought. Yeah, because later this year is when the whole third is when. Okay, so um, the last time I was on the pod, we talked about a Thursday record called The World of Time. Yeah. And when that came out at the end of 2003, they did a iTunes launch in store. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this was at the very, like, beginning of digital shit. Yeah. You know, kind of actually happening huh. for real. Yeah, digital kind of killed secret tracks. It just doesn't make yeah. sense. No, it's a good what's, point. What's the modern version of a secret track like hiding a track on a website somewhere uh no. an ep uh, uh one song ep no uh here it i have it it's a nationwide scavenger hunt to figure out a clue to a website where you download the secret track yeah yeah that's oh, a real thing okay wait this also brings up a whole nother thing about this record that i've not got into yet somehow for years there was a thing called the 337 mystery. Um, what? Before this record came out, Ramsey loves mysteries. <laughs> this, all, this also plays into the whole thing I was talking about earlier, the theory of this AF, record not starting. AFI murdered someone. <laughs> this is my favorite song on this record. This is probably one of my favorite songs on this record. This it's, is this it's catchy great. as fuck. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yep. the O. Yep. Everyone who hears this for the first time yelps that same yelp. <laughs> it's hard not to. It's a very good yelp. Give it a review. Four stars. Um, <laughs> wow. So, so they put out a two-song EP before this record called 336. Um, those are my two favorite AFI songs ever. Um, also, they did not play either of those live until 2017, which wow. is a weird thing. Um, but there was a whole mystery about like discovering this record, including the, the cover of the album for the listener is in the, word, the letters AFI with a little dr- illustration of some falling leaves. There are a number of all other illustrations that tie into the album. Um, one is a... It looks like some chili peppers laid out to look like wings, which is kind of strange. <laughs> um, but there was a bunch of shit that they were doing to try and kind of... It was like a, the beginning of like an alternate reality game, uh. but it never led anywhere. I don't know if they ran out of money or because they switched labels or what happened, but it just kind of was a dead end. But there's a whole thing about the 336 slash 337 mystery and 336 meaning what comes before and Sing the Sorrow being 337 and it just never went anywhere and it's huh. still like a thing that I'm I don't even like talking about because it's just frustrating because there's no right. concrete answer to the end of it it's just them being frustrating as fucking hell that to me like you describing that uh, makes me feel er, I can commiserate, like, thinking about season three of Arrested Development, okay. <laughs> which was cut short. Uh, like, it was going to be 22 episodes, yeah. and then uh, they shortened it to 13. Uh, and there's a couple hints of a plot line that I think was going to happen. Totally. And I'll never know. Yeah. It'll never happen. That's a, that's a very apt simile. That's not I'm a metaphor, just, right? That is a simile. Heather, how about you? What Anecdote. I'm just mad this song wasn't a single. Yeah. 
it's the best song on this and, album. And and another one they rarely played for years until recently. It's so, so good. I will say when we see them together this summer, they will likely play this. Yes. <laughs> What's the name of this one? Uh, this cellular dream. Oh, you've been talking about this one. It's about movies. Yeah, and and the a word they repeat in this chorus is cinematic. If you if, hey. we, if we hold on for a second, here we go. Cinematic. Yeah. Literally. I did it wrong. <laughs> Close enough. Yo, I'm going to get so hype at this show. But Blue But mostly Ray. because I love Anti Flag so much. That new Anti Flag record? It's not so bad. good. It's really kind of good. It makes me mad how good it is. Wait, where are they playing on that tour? Um, The Saturday show. So I was thinking I was going to go to two. The Saturday is at Festival Pier in Philadelphia, the Sunday is at the Stone Pony Summer Stage. Oh. God bless. I have not seen AFI at the Stone Pony since 2003 on this tour. Wow. Yeah. When my dad met the bass player outside, and he was like, hey, Hunter, how you doing? Because <laughs> he knew his name because of me, and that was it. It was pretty Whoa. funny. Yeah. Uh, Weird day. How many AFI t-shirts do you have? So I have a bunch. Um, I was a bit chubbier in high school, so I have a bunch of those still in my basement. But I've been buying both bootleg AFI shirts and... And eBay versions. You gotta get on Depop. Yeah, I, I didn't even know about this Depop thing until recently. Yeah. You gotta get. I'm ruining both of your lives. I'm sorry. Get on Depop. I recently bought a really great AFI bootleg long sleeve T-shirt with pumpkin Fun. prints down the sides of the sleeves. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, but I'd say, as far as AFI T-shirts I own on the whole, um, ten to fifteen. Okay, that's one, pretty good. One hoodie. Is that the same one from the photo? No, that I don't think I have anymore. But also, that is way too. Uh, I just pulled up so many small. AFI shirts on Depop. Okay. Can you search for REM? There's also a bunch of Elkline Trio and dancing. It's just giving us random shit. Yeah, here. because they're always tagged together. You know, because dancing. Sure. Um, not as many REM shirts. All right. There's a couple. Yeah, I'm gonna have fun on this. Are side. you showing REM shirts? Read me. <laughs> I, I am. Buy. I have a Wings uh, belt buckle. That's fucking it's awesome. pretty great. We were just talking today about how we need to all buy studded belts where we go to the show together. Yes. I'm not doing that, but yes. I'm totally doing that. <laughs> this maybe, maybe grommets. I don't know about studs. Maybe mm. the big holes. Ugh, this song. I forgot. Um, this is I, le- I the like, leaving song number one. I like this a lot. It doesn't so say far. number one. I'm just telling you. It's good. It's a cool guitar solo. Something about the vocal filter or whatever they're putting on. The echo. A little bit of that Brian Fallon Gaslight Elliot Echo. Smith is yes. yes Very Elliot Smithy Yes they, they were also very In Elliot Smith at the time That's what it's doing I never me. realized that Until you just said that Holy shit Wow Yeah That is And okay That is That should just be called The Elliot Smith filter yeah. I had I had a friend I, I had a lot of weird um, AFI message board Internet friends When I was younger And one was this guy Danny Who recommended uh, Elliot Smith to me And I never Picked up why Until now There you go Yeah Huh. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> AFI fans. <laughs> Miss Murder, Miss Misery, a lot of tie over there. Whoa. That's good. Yeah. But there, there wasn't a novel called Miss Murder. Yeah. LOL at that. Is uh, Jimmy Havoc, what's his name? Davy. Davy Havoc. <laughs> James Havoc. <laughs> Still alive? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Very much so. All right, that's where it ends. Um... He just put out his second novel. They're pretty poorly written. Sorry, oh, no. sorry, Dave. If you ever hear this, um, they're not great, but he's great. <laughs> oh, he's going to insist on writing the book for our musical. He also, um, he now fronts a band called Dream Car, which is the members of No Doubt without Gwen Stefani. 
Ugh. Thumbs down to that name. Yeah. Thumbs down to that name bad and that name. concept. Yeah, it really just sounds like hey, bad do you know what? Do you know what No Doubt needs? Gwen Stefani. We, we take the best part of No Doubt. And we get rid of it. it. And we give it a mustache. <laughs> Replace it with a man who's changed his last name to have it. <laughs> Their bass player for a while went without a last name. Huh. His name is Hunter Bear. <laughs> Hunter. He just went. He went as just Hunter for a while. Did your dad give him the last name? I don't think so. That would have been neat. It would have been. My dad would have done something like that. How, how did the rest of that conversation go? Um, I think Hunter just turned and talked to me and my friends. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was when they picked us. It was when my dad and my friend's dad picked us up at the show, at the Asbury Boardwalk. Classic dad move. Yeah, classic dad. Move. He's like, Hey, Hunter, how you doing? I love him. And anyone who ever listens to this who knows my dad will, will laugh at that for Quick hours. question. Did you grow up in New Jersey? <laughs> very, very much so. <laughs> um, okay, wait, Steve, can you explain to us what's happening now? So this is the last song. Okay, so this is But the... tell us originally what was happening. Originally, this is the last song. And it was just 14 it's... minutes. Yes. No! Okay. No. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Ramsey. No. No. So for- 14 minutes is two songs. Plus a poem. <laughs> no, the poem made it worse. The poem makes it worse. I'll be totally honest. I fast over the poem every fucking time. Hey, do you know what we're not going to do? Fuck. <laughs> the only I thought Heather was going to hate me after this, it turns out. The only thing I've recently allowed skipping on was corn. Was corn. <laughs> really? Too punishing. <laughs> Too much of the same thing over and over. This poem isn't punishing. It's just... It's a poem. Juvenile. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> you, it sounds like you found a new way to say punishing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, poem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get out of here, Sylvia Havoc. <laughs> he does look like a Sylvia sometimes, I will say. In this era. <laughs> totally. 2003 Davy Havoc, yeah. Good riff. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is a favorite song of mine. But I'm mad that it's going to be 14 minutes. I mean, it. it's not. This is only three minutes and 51 seconds. Wait, the next track is 14? The no, next track is... They cut it up on Spotify. Yeah. Uh, like, in this CD version that I hold in my hand, oddly enough, in this um, UK version I have in my hand, the two extra songs on here, um, they put the... Basically, they didn't leave the the bonus track on the same song yeah they put it at the end on this version oh i see which is a different song that was a very hard thing for me to try to explain in my I, brain no i understood I got it out. yeah um it's the same thing that it was on like green day dookie where they just cut the secret track out as its own track yeah so funny that one is wild yeah. that they cut it out this this part i still fucking love this part till the end of the song gets me so hype because the bridge is such a weird as you said cinematic yeah. kind of thing so the orlando bloom <laughs> is running from the robots right on like a treadmill thing so you can kind of like stay on stage. this is the climax of the movie so bring yeah. it on. uh some of the robots are flying and he's like hitting his sword into the air at that do the robots have swords of course, they're okay. robot pirates. Just, just, just making sure. Yeah. Are there swords arms? Uh, yes. And okay. they kind of just rotate. Yep. Gotcha. I'm there. Yep. Um, I'm seeing this musical. How much money would you guys like to invest in my musical? $5? I'll go 7 That won't even be a Patreon right there. ticket. <laughs> Fuck. Not even on, like, TKTS or anything. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> 
This is my life. This is a tunnel. This is my line. <laughs> this is my line. This is eternal. Um, a a oft misheard version of it was, "This is my life. I am a turtle." Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's way better. There's a lot of funny Davy Havoc mi- misheard lines, um, but that one is pretty clutch. Yeah. That's really good. Yep. Now that's all I will ever yeah. hear. This is my life. This is a turtle. <laughs> it's what I'm getting. That's wonderful. There's another song on the record before this where the misheard chorus is, um, don't need to worry, I'm just another lobster. Oh! Yes. All right, then. If there's two, like A lot that. of crustaceans, yeah. yeah. Sea creatures, not crustaceans. There we go. Oh, screaming. All right, so now get ready for a nice poem. Now we're in the secret track. Was, uh, on the original, was there, like, a block of silence or, like... Just... Oh, right into this. I have a second right into this. Oh, this is going to be bad. I will say this is Get also... Get comfy. This is when they were really in the Godspeed You Black Emperor. So <laughs> there's some definite like, What'd you we're 26 and want to be in Godspeed You Black Emperor, but we don't know how. Yeah, this is meant to seem like a spooky uh, record is being played from a... Yeah. A music trolla. box. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mind you, so in the song prior, there's a line where he says 26 years end, meaning he's turning 27. And Ooh, so uh, yeah, when I, I when I turned 27, I was like, man, I'm a failure. I haven't done anything. And now I'm 30 and I'm like, man, I'm a failure. I haven't done anything. <laughs> oh, no. This is the like guitar player's little brother. I was going to say, this reading sounds like this. a cassette tape. Yeah. The guitar player's little brother reads um, the beginning part of the poem. The singer <laughs> reads the middle part of the poem. And an random old man X uh, reads the end part of the poem. Because, you know, life oh. ends. There you go. I thought you were going to leave it at the, gu- the uh, guitarist little brother reads. <laughs> like, what are you bragging? <laughs> <laughs> it's really buried. Yeah. You really low. have to want to hear that poem. It, 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 and I don't. It, it, yeah, it's not very good. <laughs> I, I if you want to read it, it's, I think it's in here. I don't. You can do a dramatic reading later. I'll, I'll pick a couple stances here. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a quote from dramatic reading of a breakup letter after you said that. <laughs> I hate you. I forget. What, oh, man. This is still happening, Ramsey. I'm just going to hum melodies from nightmare before christmas the sky had come crashing down like the news of an intimate suicide like i said junior high english class shit right here yikes at age 27 you're that's when your brain finally finishes developing so i'm assuming like 26 ish when he wrote this poem (laughs) he was still learning a lot He, he had a lot of growing to do also, men mature slower, so he did all his maturing in the last year, I guess. Yeah. That's when he got a real haircut. Yeah. Hippie. Goth hippie. Another side note for this record um, that I just thought of. I don't know why you, what you just said me think of this. Um, he screwed up his voice on the tour of this record and had to have vocal surgery and have polyps Dang. removed. Yeah. yeah. And so the first thing that they did after he had that vocal surgery was, to bring it back to another off-camera conversation, was... They played MTV icon The Cure and covered Just huh. Like Heaven, and that was the first thing they'd done publicly the, like in a year until you know coming back another year after that with their next record. Huh. What, what was MTV icon? What, what was the premise of that one? Um, basically, they did it for Metallica, they did it for The Cure, they did it for another artist, I forget who. Um, it, was like, uh, it was just bands covering yeah, their songs. And, 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 and the band would be there yeah. and play at the end, and it was like a tribute to yeah. the oh, band. Oh, it was like a live show. Yeah, yeah oh. the Death... The, 
the, the cool. cure one the cure one is really cool because blink 182 covered a letter to elise huh. which is a really cool cure song but also i showed some friends lately who didn't know about it and it was like wait what huh. <laughs> it's pretty cool and the deftones did it too they covered oh. a, a, a cool deftones. cure song yeah big deftones apologist over here same <laughs> i think uh. the old man starts now this is still happening huh yeah it's kind of kind of cheesy isn't it but a good conversation break yeah right? <laughs> we can talk over this very comfortably Let's all read a poem that we've written. I've never written a poem. Oh, no, Roses are not, red. That's not true. Violets are blue. Uh, AFI makes me sad. How when, about you? When my parents moved out of the house I grew up in, they gave me all my like papers and shit. Uh-oh. And there was a thing that my school would keep that was like samples of like writings from like different years. Uh, and there was one about cats. Mm. And it went something along the lines of, Cats eat like me. Cats sleep like me. Cats love like me. Cats bathe like me, which is just well, not true. Not, <laughs> that part's definitely not true. Uh, and it literally it just went on like that. The bathe like me is the weird one. Yeah. Okay, uh, so now we've started the final song. Oh, I don't think the riff started yet, but this is like when the when it starts. No, there's no riff here. No yeah. riffs. I can just confirm. Some, just some backwards, noodles. Backwards tape. No riffs, just noodles. My autobiography. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Autobiography of an Italian guitar player. <laughs> Scenes from an Italian gar- guitar player. <laughs> Scenes from an Italian guitar center. <laughs> oh, we really nailed your autobiography here. Yeah. Bottle of it's awesome. what we got there. <laughs> Look, there's Jack White. I will say, I, like, I always forget, I actually like this song a lot. It's Metallica era. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of stuff that like he he did guitar wise that's pretty Metallica y, hmm. but also that makes a lot of sense because they were my second AFI was like my second favorite band, my first favorite band ever was Metallica, so that makes a lot of weird sense. Are they still around? Metallica, yeah. They they're actually touring us here. I'm gonna try and go because hmm. I've never seen them. Somehow I've avoided it because their tickets are always one, very expensive. One hundred and seventy thousand dollars. Yeah, for the upper deck at Giant Stadium. Really? Yeah, it's not fun. Wow. Um, but I I kind of owe it to myself at this point. Yeah. I'm an adult man with a real job. I should go see Metallica mm-hmm. finally. Also, a, a big um, a big live song. This always kind of like gets people. This one? Yeah. Because it, it builds a lot. Like this is kind of... It is crazy to me that they've been playing this but not this cellulite drink, yeah. right? That is crazy. They played it like twice, maybe... I'd say in the first month or two, the record came out, they played it. Sure. Because I remember the first time I saw AFI, they played The Celluloid Dream. And that was that was about a month before this album came out at Irving okay. Plaza, um, a pair of small shows. It's also weird. Stopped. You mentioned before we started recording that they read a poem before every single song live. I think that's a weird move. <laughs> Chill Silverstein, usually. Um, <laughs> uh, Ickle me, pickle me, tickle me, too. The thumb sucker's thumb. Went for a ride in a flying shoe. Uh, I'm out. Hooray, what fun, it's time we flew. <laughs> you know more Shel Silverstein poems than me. Yeah, One fish, two fish. Red <laughs> fish, not Shel Silverstein fish. <laughs> also, your dad joined the band. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that you knew that was my dad already. <laughs> hey, Hunter. <laughs> Sailed it. Hey, how you doing? You want to come over some sauce? <laughs> New Jersey. Sounds, sounds great. More harmonics. Yeah. A thing Ramsey has taught me today. I did not know how much I loved guitar harmonics. 
live to give. <laughs> oh, wait. Who's whispering? Uh, the bass player. Oh. Or maybe someone else, but live it's the bass player. It Hunter. sounds like... I thought it was a female. There is a female voice a couple times on the record layered within. Sure. I, 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 I couldn't have said that creepier. Like, this part is really great. <laughs> a female... Kind of rushy. Yeah. I like this. I do too. I, I didn't like as it was building, but I like what the, it's built yeah, into. The crescendo. They're masters of the crescendo. It's like the Barclay Center. Yeah. <laughs> as it was going up, didn't like it, uh, but now I like it. Yeah, it's not bad. I go see basketball or wrestling. Yeah. Have you gone to wrestling there? No, but I'm, go- I'm going to this summer. Uh, they do SummerSlam there every year. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a Mark Marin question. Who are you guys growing up? Uh, wrestling? Yeah. DDP. Okay. Uh, Stone Cold. Uh-huh. Um, oh, because you're just slightly younger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who, wait. Okay. So mine were like DDP, Stone Cold, um, also Sandman, Tommy Dreamer, Raven, Rob Van Dam. What about you? My wrestling window was very short, but okay. uh, Hulk Hogan and R- Macho Man Randy Savage. Uh, mine was Razor Ramon. Oh, okay, I like Hulk Hogan's later stuff, like specifically NWO. Fuck you! The last Fuck you. The NW- oh, oh! Wow, <laughs> <laughs> Bring back the air horn. Did not even get that. Awesome. Uh, sorry. You mean when Hulk Hogan ruined my life? Great. No, just the sex tape. Cool, 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 cool beans. Uh, no, I also love Razor Ramon. <laughs> I also found out my girlfriend likes Razor Ramon. Huh. That's a weird thing to find out. Yeah, because I, I I I have a Scott Hall action figure, which mm-hmm. is kind of a very weird thing to find out about me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on her part as well, uh, she was like, "I know that. Is that Razor Ramon?" Huh. I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah." Uh, so, do you still watch regularly while the backwards yeah. guitar is? Playing? I do. I do. Um, when I go home, I'm gonna catch up on tonight's Raw. Wow. Yeah. Wrestling is back in a huge way. It is. I don't think it ever. Really left? It did. It it lulled for hmm. sure. Yeah, and it's really weirdly like intensely huh. back. I saw some clips recently where they did a very elaborate Twin Peaks sketch. What? Yes. Uh, and it was like the fashion police I, guys. I couldn't yeah. tell you. Yeah. I just good. saw enough to be like, why are they being this specific? There's also a very weird um, Twin Peaksy thing that. One of the Hardy Boys. Do you, do you remember them? I think that's what I saw. Okay, the final deletion or the ultimate deletion, yes. or whatever it is. Yeah, it's pretty weird. It's worth a watch. Just saying. <laughs> well, this is still happening. But this is the end of the album, and now and now it kind of it fades into noises that are kind of similar to how Mizera Cantare starts, oh. and you're supposed to just start it over. I see. This is I the like miserable that. cycle of life. I do like that actually. <laughs> it's like a girl talk album. Yeah, but you know, way girl more talk. Broadway. Huh. <laughs> Broadway, Dave. Broadway Davey. Lil, Lil Broadway. Lil Broadway. Lil Broadway. Damn it. That was good. Forgot about that. That's it. That's it. That's it, y'all. There are Still some, going. Still going. There are some B-sides, but I will not subject you to that. <laughs> I just really turned this up loud, so. Now that's it. Okay. Consider the sorrow sung. Yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting so long to good. do that. Yeah. I like 55 that. minutes. <laughs> More like 15 years. More well. like a final instrumental. Yeah. Oh! broke my garage band. Hold on. <laughs> okay, we're still recording. Oh, phew. <laughs> Yesterday, Ramsey and I really thought we did break garage band. Yeah, really. I, we almost lost 40 minutes of an episode. But we didn't. Nope.
It was a trick. Well, if we lose 40 minutes this episode, just know that I can go again at any moment. <laughs> I don't think I could do that again. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't blame you. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to. How do you feel about AFI? A fire inside. Uh, I'm ha- so I've tried. I wanted to do a lot more AFI like puns. Yeah, not, I was gonna say, give us a final yet. indication as to your See, thoughts. See, the eye. I had. I'm having trouble with the eye words. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, so I definitely thought just based on the name and the context that I'd heard the name before in my yeah. life that it was gonna be more Marilyn Mancini. Okay weird but makes sense and so i like weird for me but makes sense right yeah that makes yeah I, I liked it a lot more than that uh i definitely liked how big it was uh i think this would be a really cool album to have like a real orchestra with and like have like cool instrumentations and stuff I that guess makes sense. I, re- I really do want it to be a Broadway musical. Apparently. You really do. They there it, there does exist one of those um, vitamin string quartet albums. Mm. They do they do one of those for AFI. Not all good. this album, but right. um, it is it is heavily on this record. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, I kind of it, it did start to run together a little bit. Okay, but I did on the whole think I liked it. Okay. Definitely more like than dislike. Okay. All right. Heather, what about your thoughts Um, upon revisiting? It doesn't hold up for me in the like, it didn't diminish my view of this band, but I don't love it front to back. Like I would have thought I did from college, but the songs that I really like on it, I still really, really like. You wouldn't be excited to go back and listen to the whole thing again, but you'd put a couple of the songs on a playlist. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And I will be psyched to see this this summer with AFI. I mean with... Regardless... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I just repeated the same band name. Yeah, that's fine. No, they they <laughs> are they are really great live. Like th- that's one. And thing I've never seen them. them live actually. Really? So, yeah, I saw them twice last year, and both times was fucking incredible. Um, the first time I was a little too drunk to remember all of it. But the second time, <laughs> really, really good. And you haven't heard this album since you drove here. Yeah, like an hour, two hours ago. Yeah. So how did how did this re-listen change your? Um, I didn't get all the way through it on the way here. Um, I was, so this time you did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was I was listening to Marin actually. Huh. Um, and then I put this on, and uh, it was good. So you didn't have to hear the poem. Yeah, earlier. I, I didn't. I did not listen to the poem. I do have a CD in my car that I burned because my auxiliary port is broken. So I do have a CD that I made that is just AFI B sides. So I listened to that oh, more nice. than this. But again, not going to subject you guys to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's do let's do number grades. Again. Oh yeah, scale of one to ten. What do you guys think? I'm going to go six point eight. So close, no cigar. Yeah. Wait, but I don't understand. Wh- oh, you just put a seven. Yeah, I put seven. Pretty close. Yeah, round that up. Damn, you get me. Hey, man, it was all that Star Wars Blu-ray talk it's before true. Heather got here. It's Best true. Friends. <laughs> yeah, you. To be fair, I just didn't understand what your ra- oh album number. I understand. Uh, yeah, it, those are not those are not fractions. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I literally thought you were showing me a fraction. I was one like, seven, one equals seven. two fifths. And I was so mad. Steve, that are you? I was like, are you okay? Why are you showing me fractions? I hate math. I am not Carly. <sighs> the ghost of Stephen Hawking has gone into my oh, body. God. <laughs> um, yeah, I like this album. Still, me too. Great <laughs> shocker. Is, it, is this the best AFI? <sighs> Oh, I broke it. Is that a Sophie's choice? Yeah, no, it is. Um, 
It is Sophie's Choice. I wouldn't. I don't know if that's their best. It was a Fatal Inquisition. Oh, that was a good one. Um, yeah, this has been a fine interview. Uh, <laughs> not even an interview. Anyway, uh, the record before You're this. You're thinking of that Marin episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the reason the album the album before this I th- I think I might like more um because it was the one I discovered because it was the one that was like way influential into like how I saw this album. Um, that makes sense. But I think as a cohesive whole, it might be their best. Yeah. Mm. It, I don't know if it's my favorite, but I think it's their best, yeah. The record they put out in 2013 called Burials is is a close second for me. And I feel like that's because it ties very closely into this album, um, mostly <laughs> thematically. But I just yeah. realized the title is Burials. Yeah. But in my head... I saw that written as Barry L's. Like it belongs <laughs> to a guy named Barry L. <laughs> and then the second it clicked that you said burials, I'm like, oh, there's no other option. Why on earth was that the first thing you thought it was? You're the stupidest man alive. Did you, did you watch that new Bill Hader show last night? Is that what it is? Uh, no, I didn't see that yet. Oh, God. No, no Barry for you? No. I did recently see an in-person interview with Bill Hader. Billy H.? Oh, you went Bill to that? Simmons. That was a really good conversation. Saw it at South by. I listened to that. Oh, it was man. great. That's but, all. Yeah. Oh, I saw some headline about that, but I can't remember what it was. Did you go to Waterloo? What? When you were in Austin, did you go to Waterloo Records? No. Okay. I basically um, drank at the Jackalope and then oh, threw nice. an event and then I flew back and that's all I did. That's the Jackalope it. where they were playing at the drive-in? Yes. <laughs> yes, sounds, it was. That sounds like a perfect awesome I texted. They played it twice. I was in Austin for three days, and I heard One Arm Scissor twice at the same bar. Sounds about right. That's two yeah. more times than I want to hear it. Ever. <laughs> yep. Oh, wow. Uh, at the drive-in, you're still bad. If you're still listening to our <laughs> show, I will beat you up still. I'm willing to do that. You'll you'll be able to beat me up. Probably. But what about Mars Volta? How do you feel about them? We have not know. done it yet. It's going to happen. Please. Uh, we'll have Adam back to do the Mars Volta. And the SLC punk soundtrack with me. That sounds like a dance. Do the Mars Volta. <laughs> Do the Mars Volta. Da, if you da, see, da, you da. fade inside. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Steve. Was that another AFI joke? Oh, no, that was a B-52. Oh. At least I thought you'd made like an AFI pun as, oh. as Fred Schneider. <laughs> oh, boy. That would have been too much. There's a fire inside. Oh, God. Of the love shack. <laughs> Everyone, please <laughs> Bits, Move bits, to your nearest bits, exit. Bits. Don't at me. Uh, <laughs> or please do. At Steve Chick. Because you're going to have to find me on the internet. I was. Steve C-I-C. How about you, Ramsey? Uh, at Ramsey E-S-S. Send him you, all your B-52 gifts. Sure. I'll take them. Um, <laughs> you can find me at Heather Shea and at professionalmess.com. Uh, I must remind you two things. Follow all our cool playlists on Spotify. Yep. You can see like what Heather and I are listening to now. You can see our favorites from the albums we've listened to so far. And follow us on Twitter. And give us a review on iTunes. Yeah. Great. Bye. Bye. Shout him out one time.